0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Balls Out Podcast, the most petty and intelligent podcast on the planet. My name is Mitchell Keith. Maddie Ice. Hello, Maddie Ice. How you doing today? Doing good, man. Good, good. Um, glad to hear it. Uh follow me, uh, Mitchell Keith Official, uh Only Child Mitch on Twitter. I should say Mitchell Keith Official is Instagram. Yes. Um, and follow our Balls Out podcast, Instagram as well, Maddie Ice. Um, You know, All-Star Weekend is always special. It's always just kind of like that symbolism of, all right, NBA season, things are starting to get real. It's their last chance to really have some fun. Then it's go time. Yeah,
1: from this point forward, every game counts. Yeah,
0: every game. Even for the 10th seeders, the one seeders, and everything in between. Yeah,
1: I honestly feel like, well, especially in the East, I think every team has a chance to... Even the bottom has a slight chance to make it to that 10 seed.
0: Yeah. If things turn around. The big question, Matty Ice, is which team's going to turn it around? Will it be your San Antonio Spurs, huh? Maybe. Uh-huh? Maybe. If they,
1: they make some trades,
0: yeah. I think some trades could be uh, beneficial. What about you guys? Your Kings. Don't stop believing, man. Don't stop That's believing. That's all I'm going to say on the Kings. Uh, Yeah, you ready for some All-Star talk? Let's do it. All right, Matty Ice, we're going to kick off the show with a little fun trivia here. Uh, I have a list from Sports Zion, according to Sports Zion. Have you ever heard of Sports Zion? No, I have not. It has the name Zion, your favorite player.
1: All-time favorite. Quick
0: question. Do you despise Danny Green or Zion more right now? Uh, You have to think
1: about it. I have to think about it, but I would definitely, I feel like, Zion because it's just I don't think it's ever gonna come to fruition. What was What was thought? Of. Yeah, mm. exactly and it's and his name has not been mentioned for quite a while which because his setback was That bad.
0: I see so you're basing your answer off of expectation because we know what Danny Green is Yeah, so he's just naturally that's which, Danny Green. Yeah, that's Danny Green <laughs> <laughs> but anyway back to this list uh, top ten players NBA players to not make an All Star game. Okay.
1: All right. The top ten snubs. Yeah. According to Sports Zion. I
0: first of all, do you have any one that pops in your head? Um. Honestly, no. I can't. I can't think of okay. one right now. Okay. So uh, I was for the record before uh, we got on the air here, Mike Bibby. In my opinion, is one of the best players to never make an All Star team. Um, I will be Sacramento biased for sure, but I think a lot of people can attest to that too. Yeah. And Mike Bibby should have been an all star twice, if you ask me. Uh Sacramento Kings are not one seeds or have the best records in the NBA for those years without Mike Bibby. Um, so number ten according to sports Zion, Sam Perkins. Um mm. not really familiar with Sam Perkins supersonics. Um he was 90s player. His best season, he averaged 16 points, 8 rebounds. Okay. Uh, so, Mike Bibby, number 9. Gotcha. Point guard, Sacramento Kings. Uh, his best season, 2004, averaged 19.4 and then 1.6 steals. It wasn't an all star? It was not an all star. Okay. Nope. nope. Um, Tony Kukoc, number 8. What do you think about Tony being in the top 10? I, I agree with this.
1: Yeah, well, I think his problem was that he was like. He wasn't a starter. So yeah. it's it's much harder to be an all star consistently or even just make it as a sixth man.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. His best season 19.7, 5.7 rebounds, 6.2 assists. Mm. So those are all star worthy numbers if you compare that to Chris Middleton this year, um, who you believe is a little bit of a snub at the moment. Um, Middleton. I think Middleton got snubbed the wrong way. I think he shouldn't have been an all-star. Yeah. Uh, there, I think he just got put on there because of the stereotype Milwaukee Bucks. Okay. Uh, so number seven is um, Sabonis. So um, Darius Sabonis' father, who played for the Blazers, he was a really dominant center. Uh, he was NBA all-rookie, for those who don't know. Uh, Sabonis' best year... 16 points 10 rebounds three assists and one block yeah that's a snub that's that's a snub that for sure definition
1: you Uh, think it was because he's only producing 16 points at that point like maybe but he's still getting 10 rebounds
0: on average so he was on the portland trailblazers early 2000s shaq was an all-star kg was an all-star um Tim Duncan was an all-star. So I just think of the group of big men back then. That he's going what, up against. Yeah. yeah I, I think gonna... that's what sabotaged him. But those um, all-star-worthy numbers for sure. Jamal Crawford at number six. This I is a good one. did not realize he had never been an all-star. Sixth man of the year, three times, Matty Ice, and was never an all-star. Uh, his best all-star year was 20.6 points a game. 2.5 rebounds and 5.0 assists. Yeah, that's, that's and a that's, snub. And that
1: for sure is probably coming off the bench, so he's producing that, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, But that sixth-man role, again, is very hard to get yourself in the light. And mm-hmm. what's the year, 2007, 2008? So yep. let's see, who's, cause who would be the point guards that would have went that year?
0: Oh, man, yeah. 2007, 2008? Yeah. Um, chris paul tony parker maybe tony parker 2007 2008 point guards wow steve nash he was still in the league um he was just a guaranteed in there yo how many teams do you think jamal crawford has played for
1: (laughs) a good amount i'm gonna say (laughs) at least i would say half the league at least half
0: Six. I don't even know if anyone played for fifteen like, teams. Let's say 15. twelve.
1: Let's say twelve teams. Okay, 12 that's teams. closer.
0: He, he's played for eight. Eight. Okay. Yeah. Eight, I just. Eight. I feel like I've always seen him on another, like, in a New New Jersey. Yeah. Him and Vince Carter. Mm-hmm. And uh, Shaq. You know the one of my favorite Shaq memes is the rainbow one, where it's like you put it Shack on every uniform that he's put on. It looks like he makes a rainbow. It's, it's pretty <laughs> hilarious. Uh, But yeah, Jamal Crawford, uh, that's crazy. Number five, Chicago Bulls' Ron Harper. Uh, The man uh, from 96 to 98 helped MJ uh, win a few chips. His best all-star-worthy season uh, was actually his 89 season. uh, 22 points, 5.9 rebounds, 5.2 assists, and 2.3 steals. Oh, man. That is a snub. Yeah, that's those are consistent stats right there. 22 points a game, 5.9 rebounds, 5.2, and the steals, he, he had yeah. to be top 10 top five, at least. Top 5. Top 5. 2.3? Yeah. yeah. When you're averaging over two steals a game, you're in top 5. He was Cleveland, he was in Cleveland that year, mm. so that probably explains why. <laughs> to where almost record, like... But Prevents that you. that Cleveland team, if my memory serves me correctly, that was the year that Michael knocked him out Oh no, that was ninety. Where the Bulls win. Yeah, Bulls yeah. win. That could have been eighty-nine. Uh whatever. Alright. Uh we digress as <laughs> we normally do here. Number four, Mr. Lamar Odom. Do 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 do. Um Lamar Odom, his best season. 17 points, 9.7 rebounds, 4.1 assists, 2.3 steals. Those are all-star numbers. The points, though, I think that's why he got snubbed.
1: Yeah, they're just not—you would want something, like,
0: t- above 20. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it, it looks like him and Ron Harper actually have really similar numbers. Even their career average is pretty similar. Uh, 13, um, the rebounds, 8— Lamar of course two championships with the LA Lakers uh Clippers Heat um, how did you like Lamar Odom because he's a very what I would call um what's the word a very much a, a player that you either love or you hate there doesn't seem like a medium with Lamar
1: I was sort of indifferent I never really okay I never jumped on the hype but mm-hmm. I also didn't I knew he was a good player, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. but it wasn't someone I went out of my way to watch.
0: Right, he was a key piece to that Laker, those Laker championships with Kobe, mm-hmm. Powell, um, Ron, Meta World, P. S. R. Test, <laughs> um, Luke Walton, my boy. Uh, shout out to Luke. Uh, sarcasm. Sasha Vojvich. Um, uh, who else? Uh, Jordan Farmar, man. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> uh, great, great squad. Um, all right. Number three, Mr. Brent Berry. Uh, he won a few championships with your Spurs, yeah. if memory serves. He was his. always that clutch three-point shooter. He was. Um, he His best all-star worthy season was 14.4 points, 5.4 rebounds, 5.3 assists, 2.3 steals. Doesn't really make a good case here. So It's more so
1: about the fact that he's shooting 43% from three, mm. you know, and 50% field goal percentage.
0: Yeah, he's just a consistent three-point shooter. Um, yeah, so Hall of Famer, his father, Rick Barry. Uh, he, Rick Barry, fun fact, is actually... Not sure if Steph has surpassed it at this point, but he's either one or two best free throw shooting percentages of all time, and he did the granny shot. Yep. That was his style. No one ever does it. I don't know why. Maybe because people are t- would be too embarrassed, but hey, if I averaged the best free throw percentage by doing the granny shot, I would do it. I don't yeah, I don't, I don't care, care how it looks. Yeah, making it. Those free throws, I don't care how I shoot a free throw. If it's going in, it's going in. Um Cedric Wilson, I'm sorry, Cedric Maxwell, number two. Uh, Boston Celtic, NBA championship with Larry Bird, 81 84. One of the best true shooters. His best all star worthy season. Mind you, this was 1979, 1978. 19 points, nine rebounds, 58.4 field goal percentage. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think uh, that's a snub. That yeah. for, for that time of year, it was 78-79. It doesn't say what team. Oh, he was a Celtic. He was still a Celtic. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it was before Larry Bird came in. Uh, that was too early for Bird. So, um, all right, Matty Ice, number one. So don't look. Don't look. I'm going <laughs> to try to see if you can guess this one. Oh, I, I can tell you right now. I couldn't even tell you. Okay. Play for the Wizards. Doesn't really narrow it down. Doesn't know. Well, number one on this list, Rod Strickland. Interesting. And I'm not... Hmm. Rod Strickland's best season, 97-98, 17.8 points, 5.3 rebounds, 10.5 assists, 3.5 turnovers, 1.7 steals. So Rod Strickland's number one, that's kind of surprising. Yeah, I don't see the that those stats don't jump out as me mm. as, like, all-star. And what was the year that those were his best? That was the year 1997. So, granted, we were youngsters. Maybe someone, like my father, could explain. I'll probably call him later today. I'll probably tell him this list, see what his thoughts were. <laughs> um, what, what his thoughts on Rod Strickland being number one. That's very interesting. Two players that weren't on this list. Uh, just to throw out there, Jason Terry was never an all-star. And Mike Conley has not been an all-star. And yeah, some could yeah. argue that Mike Conley is the best player to never make an all-star team. Granted, um, he's still in the league. so yes, He but still.
1: I, I think we're kind of past him making it, though. Yeah. He
0: played on the all-star team last year, I believe, but he was a reserve. Does, does that count? Mm. I mean... I guess? Yes and no. Yeah. I mean, you're there. You know who's not there this year, Matty Ice, on the All-Star team? Who? Mason Plumley. <laughs> Absolutely not. Do you think, speaking of Plumley Hornets, do you think LaMelo got snubbed? No. Okay, do you think Bridges got snubbed? No. That's a hard no for me. I, I think.
1: I think they're producing well, but yeah. I also feel like they need to be in a better place with their team before they can be placed in All-Star. Agreed. Because numbers don't always correlate to influence on what you have on your team, and that's where I feel like your All-Star votes are going to come from.
0: Right. You, maybe it's just me, but do you feel like this is a weaker All-Star unit, both sides, than what we're used to seeing? Or is it just a change of like youngins coming in, but... I think a little bit of both. Okay, because I, Kawhi's is not playing. Paul George isn't playing. KD, although he made the All Star team, he's not going to play. Clay came in too late to play. Um, but I as let's continue to break down these All Star rosters and maybe we can yeah, what, get a better who, idea. So who do we have starting five. Kevin Durant was captain for the East. We're starting off with the East. Uh, Giannis. Antetokounmpo, Milwaukee Bucks. I said that correctly. Cool. Joel Embiid, uh, 76er, Trey Young, and DeMar DeRozan. Solid starting five.
1: Yes. I
0: don't think Trey Young should be there. Really? No. He's averaging top five in points and top five in assists. Let me just throw that stat. because I, I, I agreed with you initially, and then I saw that stat, and I'm like, okay. That kind of justifies it a little bit.
1: But like I said... It, there's stats and then there's influence and in where your team stands, mm-hmm. you
0: know, and right. the Hawks are struggling. So he should have been an all-star, right? Mm-hmm. But not a starter. Not a starter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And I, I can see that. And I think
1: a lot of these starters too, looking at them, it's very much a
0: fan vote has such a heavy effect on it now. Yeah. And Trey Young's a big influencer, you know, for the young generation. You already know we got a lot of votes that way. Yeah. Um, DeRozan, I was really glad to see a starter. Yes. well If he was not a starter, that's a snub.
1: Yeah. No, he has been integral to this Bulls, who are now in first, I think. Mm Yes. Yes, they
0: are. Now let's see who stays there. (laughs) Hey, Levine's back. DeRozan's healthy. And uh, Vucevic is starting to ball out at the right time. So if those three, and then with Lonzo and Caruso come back before the playoffs, yeah, Bulls... dangerous could be dangerous so the reserves here jimmy butler darius garland james harden zach levine chris middleton jason tatum fred van fleet your Mm -hmm. thoughts matty ice
1: see i like fred van fleet for sure deserves to be on there because he has carried the raptors pretty heavy while siakam has been in his slump
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Starting to break out of it though He had 33 the other night But yeah, we have been critical on Siakam Since his uh, most improved player He's kind of blended in With the team Yeah. So it was good to see someone like Fred Van Fleet Who was a key 6th man piece To that Toronto Raptor championship run Also injuries on the Warriors But he was still a key piece To Elevating them to championship teams So it was great to see him be an all-star um no surprise that hornets broadcast and a lot of other people though as well were thinking lamelo should have been an all-star over fred van fleet
1: and i just don't see it he's i don't think he's there yet and plus i feel like lamelo although he gets a lot of highlights and it gets a lot of publicity he plays very quiet agreed which there's nothing wrong with i think that's why i think in the next 2 or 3 years we're going to truly see what he can do so when you say he
0: plays quiet, because I do agree with you. To your but he's very, I mean he's a superstar. Yes. Quote unquote. He he's not on the superstar like talent level, but he's a star in this league because of his following. Yes. So, it's interesting that you said, you know, he plays quietly because I understand where you're coming from with that statement. Like, like he he's, play,
1: he plays basketball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's. Yeah. He can be flashy, but he's not going out of his way. I don't see him calling for the ball a lot. He follows the flow of the game
0: very well. Do you guarantee he'll be an all-star next year?
1: No. I I think he's two years out. I think
0: he's two years out because... I will guarantee he'll be an all-star next year. All right. Okay. But you might be right. Um, Chris Middleton... Should not have been an all-star. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Middleton's a great player. He's one of the best shooters in the NBA, but his stats are kind of just like, uh eh, compared to... I I mean, they are lamelo esque I think Chris Middleton just kind of got in there because it felt weird not having another member of the Milwaukee Bucks.
1: Yeah, the the reigning champs at this point.
0: Yeah, so... You could argue, I mean, Bucks haven't been a number one. I would have taken Jared Allen over Chris Middleton. Mm. And I think with Kevin Durant's injury, um, he won't be playing. I think they should replace him with Mr. Allen on the Cavaliers.
1: Yeah. I agree with that, too. That's definitely... He's a huge piece that the Nets let go of. They had to, but I, I think it was a mistake. He's a really good player.
0: Remember when the net the nets have been weird? So, Darren Darren Williams, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett roster. Remember that roster? Yes. So weird, and then you had the Dinwiddie, Jared Allen, D'Angelo Russell roster, and then now the Kyrie Harden Durant roster.
1: They've had a. They've now had two very expensive big threes.
0: Yeah, and then. Haven't really shown anything for it yet. No, I think of all the players who I'm rooting for the most in the East, those Demar Derozan. Yes. Congrats. Keep pushing yourself, man. Keep doing great on the Chicago Bulls. You guys are amazing to watch. Um, and Matty Ice, you were right on that, man. You've been you've been right on a lot of things. So speaking of continuing to be right, John Morant is a Western Conference All Star starter. Yep. Matty Ice, and you have just been on this Ja Morant. Um, it's not even hype. It, we can't. This man is legit. I'm so glad to see him be a starter. Um, other starters with him: Steph Curry, uh, Nikola Jokic, uh, LeBron James, and our favorite starter, Mister Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins. What do you think, Matty
1: Eyes? Please, I. I will say I never expected Andrew Wiggins to get to this level, but. He has absolutely put in the work and it shows. And I think he definitely deserves this starter role that he got.
0: You think he deserves the starter role? You think he deserves the starter role over Devin Booker? Yes. You think he deserves the starter role over Luca? Always. And Donovan Mitchell?
1: Yes, definitely Donovan Mitchell. I would say Luca is the only one that I wrestle with
0: on that. No, Devin Booker should be a starter. That, what I don't look. Wiggins has done great. I'm just gonna be critical. Yeah. Because I don't understand how he's just started. Because it's just one year. To... It's just one year of this, and it. Well, his his stats. He's he's only averaging 18 points. Uh, he, look. He's an all star. Like let me. Let's not get that twisted. Wiggins. Yeah. Wiggins has done a great job, and to Matty Ice's point. We are all impressed, and I think we're all kind of happy to see Wiggins succeed like this.
1: Because he struggled so much before,
0: Yeah, and and then even
1: going to the Warriors, what was it last year, was his first year, right? Yes. Yeah, and it wasn't
0: amazing. It just doesn't make sense to me, Matty Ice. The Suns are the number one team. Their two players, Chris Paul... And Devin Booker are reserves. They're not even starters. Warriors are the number two, and you got Wiggins and Curry starting. Which Curry, of course, I'm not going to argue against that. Jaw, we know. Joker, for sure, is an all-star. And, of course, um, your favorite player, LeBron James, which no one can, unfortunately, or fortunately, depend on if you're a LeBron lover or a hater, can argue against that. But... Devin Booker should have been a starter, not Andrew Wiggins. Uh, But let's let's dive deeper into the reserves here. So Devin Booker, Luca, Rudy Gobert, (laughs) Draymond making his third all-star appearance, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, and Karl-Anthony Towns, which you have been very vocally positive about Karl-Anthony Towns lately. Yes, I have. I think...
1: He's one of the big reasons why the T-Wolves are where they are. Like, he still makes some pretty dumb-headed moves. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, what are you doing? But he's definitely shown up every game this year and put in,
0: like, points average. um, Rebounds are there. Sure, his stats are there, but it's Carl Anthony Towns, Matty Ice. They can't be that impressive, can
1: they? I mean, okay, so he's averaging 24 points a game. Okay. Almost 10 rebounds a game mm-hmm. and 4 assists a game. Okay. though Those are all star-worthy numbers. That'll make me shut up. Yeah. Fair. Like, he is basically making almost a quarter
0: of the points. Remember for... when Carl Anthony Towns, Zach Levine, and Andrew Wiggins were all on the same team? Yes. That, that's what a could-have-been kind of situation there. They um, all just seem to be better not there. Right. Like, apart. But to your point, Matty Ice, the T-Wolves have been playing great. Um, There were more East snubs than West snubs, I think, this year. I think they got the West right, except for swap out Wiggins with Devin Booker as far as starting reserves. Uh, There's not really—I mean, one could argue um, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, Anthony Edwards has been really good. DeJounte
1: Murray. DeJounte, oh, of course— it, you that is a snub to you isn't it yes it is a snub to me when you're averaging almost a triple double it's it's got to be noticeable to the rest of
0: the league but you know what I mean who do you swap out do you swap him out with draymond I know you want to
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I I would say before Draymond went out, I would say that. But since Draymond's been out, I've noticed his absence. So no, I I wouldn't swap him out. I I think
0: it's... You can't swap him out with Chris
1: Paul. No. But it's just tough to fit all
0: in the West, you know? It is. It's always been that way. There's just a lot of talent. And a name that came to mind, actually, Matty Ice, I shouldn't say there were no snubs, because a lot of people are making the case for Anthony Davis. Because even with—he's still averaging a double-double, but I think a lot of people are just associating that together. One, his injury, and two, the Lakers' record.
1: Yeah, it's—he has not played up to the level that it was expected. No. You know, his stats, yes, they're there when you say averaging a double-double, but he's also going into this season supposedly, you know, a
0: top-ten player in the league— well, he's supposedly a top 75 player of all time, right? Yes. Yeah, I supposedly. shouldn't say supposedly, but we're
1: going to say. We believe supposedly, <laughs> but then he was placed there anyway. Yeah.
0: Uh, I don't know. Him, Damian Lillard, Kawhi Leonard, th- those are three I could argue, but we digress again. Anthony Davis. Uh, Russell Westbrook is not an all-star, but I'm saying a typical all-star caliber player. He he didn't make the all-star team, which is um, not surprising. De'Aaron Fox, man, I really thought this was the year Fox was going to be an all-star, so that's really disappointing for me. Injuries, records, we know, but I'm hoping the Kings do not trade him. I've, I've concluded we need to keep Fox for the future.
1: Yeah. Because this could just be that one, like, because he had such an improvement last year. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: The next, this
0: was his slump year, and then he comes back again, you know? Correct. With that being said, I don't have the balls to guarantee he'll be an all-star next year. Especially if he's still on the Kings. Um, Or if the Kings don't make any moves. Yeah. Or he'll be a snub next year, and he elevates. But... Yeah. My guarantee next year will be Ant-Man.
1: Yeah. I'll join you on that. Okay. I join you on that. Anthony Edwards is because he came in like he was the first he was the first round draft pick, right? Yes, he was. That's he was right. number 1. But overshadowed by LaMelo's sort mm-hmm. of hype behind him. Right. Um and I think it I actually helped him because he's grown so much over these 2 years mm-hmm. just by not being in the limelight that it it shows how much can be improved when you're not under a microscope?
0: This He's averaged really good numbers this year, and he's dropped 40 points multiple times. Yes. He, he's a big reason. Carl Anthony Towns and him are gelling, Yes, and, and that's really good to see, refreshing for the T-Wolves. Um, I think Halliburton is one more year off from LaMelo and Ant-Man. Yeah. I, I think Halliburton, uh, he's top 15 in all... Uh, statistical categories of steals, assists um, what what was the other one? Hmm, damn it. steals assist. There were like four stats that Halliburton's top 15 in that mm-hmm. are just gonna keep going up so um, and I think DeJounte will be an all-star next year.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. DeJounte will
0: be a, an all-star next year
1: because I don't see him slumping next year after almost averaging a triple-double
0: at this point. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed our all-star banter, our random digression conversation starters today. We had a really good all-star talk, um, Matty Ice, uh, what, what are your thoughts going into the all-star break real quick? Uh, I, I think the West takes it. Okay. I think the West takes it. I think the West is a little more stacked than the East, I'm with you there. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this Balls Out Podcast episode Petty Intelligent Basketball Talk. My name is Mitchell Keith, Matty Ace, and we will talk to your petty asses later.